All right, today's date is Wednesday, June 26th, Jeffrey Harris, and this is the 411 Wrestling Podcast, and for today's interview, it is Impact Wrestling Star, it is Global Wrestling Star, he is all ego, he is Ethan Page. Ethan Page, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, uh... Ethan, so you recently renewed your contract with uh, Impact Wrestling. How are you feeling about Impact Wrestling right now? Uh, personally, uh, I'm enjoying it. I would say the locker room is the best it's been in a very long time. And the morale in the locker room is a lot better than it's being portrayed on the internet. Uh, I think people are excited to show up to work because of the people that they get to work with. So um, I'm happy that I'm there. Now, Impact currently airs on Pursuit Channel. There have been some broadcast uh, issues with Pursuit with sort of reruns and not airing the current episode. And Impact is also simulcasting and streaming on Twitch. Uh, Do you have any thoughts on Pursuit Channel right now as the broadcasting home for Impact? Um, Thoughts? Not really. Uh, If there is issues with Pursuit, just throw the Twitch app on your smart TV or uh, just go to twitch.tv slash impact and it airs the exact same time. Uh, and then the commercials aren't even there. You, I think most of the time you get Melissa Santos uh, chatting with you in the chat. So, yeah, uh, yeah, check it out. Like, I, I can't really defend or trash right. a TV station. I don't know what they're doing or if they're right. doing anything right or wrong, but... All I know is it, it, it works every week on Twitch, and if you really want to see the show, there is an option. Now, Ethan, you are all ego, so give us a scoop. What's going on with the new TV home for Impact? Is there going to be a new TV home for Impact? Is there going to be a new broadcast partner? What have you heard? What do you know? Uh, I have heard that there is going to be a new TV station. Uh, I do not know what the station is, or if I do, I'm not allowed to tell you, but... Uh, <laughs> You can tell us. Uh, uh, I would say it's it's better than what's going on right now. Okay. I, I can guarantee that. Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. Now, don't you think it's a little ironic because of where Impact used to be as TNA Wrestling? It used to be on a, on a huge cable network in, I, I think, close to 100 million, cl- uh, excuse me, 100 million homes. Uh, Spike TV, now, now I think it's Paramount Network. Isn't it a bit weird to kind of just see the comp- where the company is now and it's almost sort of having to rebuild itself from scratch? Uh, yeah, but I feel like that happens with a lot of like companies yeah. in any sort of business. Um, there's going to be like ebbs and flows, ups and downs, and it's just how you handle it that really matters the most. Um, stuff like this literally happens to everybody. So uh, I think as long as the roster stays as... Uh, good as it is now and, and continues to improve and we keep delivering the show that we do uh, all it's going to take is getting the right set of eyes to watch the show because the product is there it's just getting the exposure that i think it deserves okay so impact wrestling will be going to dallas texas next month for slammiversary 17 my home state of texas will you be going uh to slammiversary and do you know if you have a match uh, on that card yet I will be in the building. Um, I do not know if I have a match yet, so I will be enjoying catering for now. (laughs) Uh, Have you been to Texas or have you traveled to Texas yet? 
Yeah, I've, I've worked in Texas quite a few times, uh, and I really enjoy the fans there. I have a lot of really big diehard fans from Texas. So every time I go, it's like a family reunion, which is great. Um, most of the shows I did out there were for Russell Circus and a couple uh, one-offs. And then I'm actually returning to Texas, I believe, the week after for three different shows. I think it's uh, Heavy Metal, uh, Sabotage, and Inspire. Now, I don't know if you're you're a carnivore, if you like meat at all, but do you like do you enjoy Texas barbecue? Oh, of course. Is there a different answer? <laughs> well, some people are vegetarian, some people are vegan. I didn't want to make assumptions. <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> have you been to Rudy? Have you been to Rudy's or Bucky's down there? No, I mean, I don't want to say no, just in case someone had right. already taken me to that spot, and I'm just forgetting. But uh, I'm not really great with restaurant right, right. names. Uh, but I have had barbecue, and if anyone wants to take us to a spot that they love while I'm there, I mean, I'll be there for two weeks this entire month. So, yeah, let's hang out. Now, I got to talk to you about uh, your match uh, with David Arquette, and I think Alpha One in your hometown. Uh, how was that experience in getting to work a match with uh, with uh, David Arquette, Hollywood it was actor? Awesome! It was it was honestly amazing and. Uh, all props to David Arquette for what he's been able to accomplish in wrestling and the the actual like attention that he's been bringing to professional wrestling is great. So I know a bunch of us appreciate it, and uh, it was a cool experience. And he really packed the house in my hometown, which is great because there was a bunch of first-time viewers and first-time fans, so hopefully they returned because of the show that we put on for them, and they had a great time. That was an Alpha One show, right? Yep. And that and that's a promotion. I mean, I mean, you have roots there going back like probably like ten years, right? Yeah, it's my company. <laughs> yeah, so so that was so it was very special for you. Yeah, very, and like that's why I tried to jump on it as soon as I could once I knew my relationship with David was strong enough to pull some favors and uh, get him to come out to do the show. Uh, yeah, it was. It was great. Um, I'm very, very, very grateful for the attention that he brought the company and, and uh, even myself. And you, I mean, David, Ar let's be honest, David Arquette can be a very polarizing figure in this business, in this industry. Um, but you went away with that. You gave him a very positive endorsement, and it seemed like it was a positive experience overall. Um, oh, for sure. And like the, way, the way that he treated everyone yeah. backstage and he treated all the fans that he met, it was... Um, way more professional than a lot of the wrestlers that we wow. do meet and greets and autograph signings with. So uh, that also goes a long way with me too. Just like you've taken a guy from Hollywood, and this isn't really his world, but he's showing the respect that he feels that the wrestlers deserve. Like that's going to go a long way with uh, me, especially since I do this for a living. And yeah, he he showed all the respect that uh, that you would expect from somebody, and and then and then some. Now, not that I'm a huge fan of David Arquette or anything, but do you get the sense that he's really humbling himself and really, I guess, dedicating himself to this craft to prove himself, maybe not just to the fans, but himself? No, no, 100%. That's the exact feeling I get because uh, he is a true fan of professional wrestling. And like I said, like he showed the respect and, and you know dedication. And like I, I can't say a bad thing about him. Now, I mean, I, I gotta believe you've been a fan of this like s since you were young. Is that correct? Pro like, wrestling, yeah. like as long as you can remember, w would you say? Yeah, hundred percent. 
When do you remember discovering wrestling? Uh, like my first memory of wrestling was seeing King Kong Bundy on my TV and uh, pretty much like lighting up in tears because of how scary he looked. And my dad explaining to me like, you know, this is a wrestling show. Like that guy's going to fight this guy later. You want to check it out? And we're watching wrestling together every Sunday now. And he's taking me to live events. I remember seeing The Undertaker live uh, with my dad and my grandfather. And I mean, I was pretty much hooked ever since. Like I had posters of Macho Man and uh, Steamboat on my wall. And, yeah. Who were your guys? It's been a child, childhood thing. My who, guys? Yeah, who uh, were your guys? Hogan, for sure. Yeah. Macho Man was my number one ultimate warrior. Uh, and then as I grew older, like, my dad was obsessed with uh, Razor Ramon. He thought he was the coolest guy on earth. And that made me uh, be a fan of Razor Ramon. And uh, then later on in life, The Rock and Billy Gunn and Val Venus. Not one Canadian, huh? <laughs> Canadian betrayal yeah, over here. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I cause cause you you know cause you're Canadian. I would have expected Bret Hart, the Hart family, no, no, no. but a lot. But you know that. Uh, hey. you know. I'm, I'm a I'm a full on supporter of the entertainers in pro wrestling. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, no. I like I kind of like those answers because you know that those weren't the type of answers I was expecting from you. Not <laughs> you know. But I think that's great. I also enjoy the fact that you know you're big into Marvel and comic book superheroes and and comics and everything and um i guess talk a little bit about that that you know you're also into comics and superheroes and stuff because i love that you bring that sort of flair to your style and your vlogs like it's it's just one of my like many interests and i feel that i don't know wrestlers can be a lot more relatable if they're just as honest with who they are as possible and like my character is that I'm all ego and that I'm like a egomaniac and I love myself, which is very true. But I have other loves of my life and comic books and superheroes and I guess nerd culture is one of them. I'm currently standing in a room with over like 500 action figures on the wall. So yeah, it's just that. That's right in my wheelhouse too. Yeah, like I love toys and uh, it's gotten to a point now where. Hasbro is sending me full waves of Marvel Legends just because I've oh, shown man. so much like uh, love for them online. and It's just something that I started as a hobby and that once my success grew in wrestling, so did my expendable income and now all of a sudden I have way too many toys on the wall. I could probably talk to you for hours about this, but I am going to Comic-Con next month and I actually just got an invite to the Hasbro brand preview breakfast at comic-con no are you gonna grab the two exclusives uh i'm very excited about all the exclusives i know they give you a, a, a goodie bag at this event i don't know if they'll give me any of the exclusives though but we're, oh, we're we'll see you know yeah, uh they just they just released the images like either a day or two ago and i yeah. can't like i hope they end up in some sort of retail but i doubt they will but like that, you know, that was a big th that was a big moment for me getting that email that yes, I'm going to the preview breakfast. So, but also I'm just curious. A lot of people consider pro wrestling to be a male soap opera, but honestly, I can see a lot of parallels between superhero comics and serialized comic storytelling and pro wrestling as well. Do you see those parallels? Oh, for sure. And I think any 
form of storytelling could be translated to pro wrestling. Right. Because, uh, like, there's so many different ways of stories to be tell- told, and, like, characters like, uh, you know, Joey Ryan, like, he has a, le- a legitimate magical penis, like, and we're just all just like, yep, we're good with that, that's normal, that's okay in right. wrestling. And then you've got guys that do, like, MMA shooter characters that make right. everything look real, like Timothy Thatcher, and we're just like, yep, we're good with that, too. And then there's the collaboration where worlds collide and Joey Ryan wrestles that guy. And now it's, you know, like so many dynamics and different ways to portray pro wrestling that, yeah, I, I think it ties in great with comics yeah, or graphic I, novels. Or, yeah. I think I think that's another great thing about, I don't think pro wrestling has to be put in a box and be one thing. I think pro wrestling can be many things. And I think it's been many things for decades. And that's, you know, not to harp on this, but I get frustrated sometimes when I listen to Jim Cornette and he rails on Joey Ryan because, you know, back in Jim Cornette's era of what he considers like the best era, you had like Tracy Smothers wrestling a bear, like wrestling a wrestling bear. Like, what the heck is that? Or you had midget wrestling, you know? I mean, like wrestling has had what you would call quote unquote goofy stuff in it. For, for decades, it, it, it wasn't something that Joey Ryan invented, you know? Joey Ryan has his own personal style, and it goes back literally decades. So I don't, I don't think it's anything to get upset over. You can, there are many different types of wrestling, and I don't think any one of them is invalid, you know? Yeah, and, like, it's just entertainment. Like, it's just our way of telling a story is in between those ropes with fake fighting, like, it's we do well, like in whatever way we want. So like you have Chikara, they tell very like not childish, but stories that can be relatable to children. Like they have time travel and like, you know, all these colorful characters. And then you have like a ring of honor or a Japan that does things for more of the athletic base or like the competition. So yeah, it, it just depends on what the fan wants to watch. Like that's why you have things called options. Right. <laughs> Well, I guess as a, I mean, as a fan and as a wrestler, what do you think of the options that are available to fans now and streaming media? I mean, we have New Japan streaming, we have uh, Im- uh, Impact Wrestling streams as well, and you have, uh, what, what, am, what am I trying to say? Video on demand. Video on demand is a big thing now, and pro wrestling is taking advantage of it. And what do you think of that? I think that it's as good as it's ever been with auctions and right now is the best time for any wrestling fan because if there's something you don't like there's for sure going to be two or three different options that you will like and it's just finding what works best for you and uh knowing that it's out there because it definitely is uh now your recent uh x division title match with rich swan how did you like getting to work with rich swan and uh in the x division uh I, I loved it, and Swan to me is one of my favorite opponents that I've ever had. And um, being able to get to have that singles match with some solid time, and uh, yeah, I was, I was very, very happy with it. Yeah, I mean, before Swan came to Impact, his career was in in a bit of a trouble. He was contemplating retirement. How do you like what Swan has been able to do and sort of reinvent, you know, himself and uh, become, you know, this great talent for Impact now? Oh, I love it, and I'm even happier that he just recently re-signed with them and is uh, extending his stay because 
he's one of those guys that I didn't want to see leave because I enjoy working with him that much. Uh, how did you like getting the team with uh, ACH uh, in, in Evolve? Oh, that's like getting to work with one of your best friends. So <laughs> it's, it's it was amazing. I couldn't have been happier. That was one of the most uh, fun ways of getting through the remainder of my Evolve contract without wanting to shoot myself in the head. And uh, yeah, it was the one shining moment of the end of my Evolve career. And and you did you guys did have the tag titles? Yeah, for uh, one day I think that was just Gabe's way of uh, cementing his name to whatever legacy I leave in wrestling. Was it was there some conflict there between you and Gabe Sapolsky? Yeah, I just despise him as a human being. Uh, is that is there anything else you want to add to that, or is is uh, do you want to leave it that way? I just way? think he's very un, he's very unprofessional, okay, um, and childish, and. Uh, he gets irritated very quickly, and he doesn't know how to handle his emotions. Uh, yeah, mm -hmm. it's just not a very professional work environment. I didn't really enjoy working for him, uh, especially on the tail end. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess that's it. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. I was just curious because it sounded like there was more to it, but I appreciate you sharing that with us. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a lot. I just, right. That part of my career is past. And, no, no, I understand. Yeah. Uh, now, now that ACH is signed with uh, WWE, uh, are are you happy for him, and uh, are, do you look forward to seeing what he does there? Oh yeah, like he's like, he's a real friend, and uh, I'm, I was very happy to see him get signed, and I'm even happier to see what he's doing. And when I saw, I, I what I would assume is they let him choose his name, and he got to pick. Uh, I know he's doing Jordan Miles for Michael Jordan and Miles Morales, so I'm super happy that. He gets a little, you know, nod to what he loves, and that's going to be a part of his name and his future in the company. Miles Morales, another comic book superhero reference over here. Exactly. That's 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 awesome. So I'm just curious, from your perspective, since you are in the the Impact locker room, what is the is there a perspective at all from the Impact locker room on what's going on with All Elite Wrestling and, and what they're doing right now in the business? I mean, we're all paying attention but i think that's just because we're all professional wrestlers and this is what we do so um like obviously everyone is watching what's happening with a close enough eye to be able to hold conversation in the locker room but as far as like us all sitting backstage like waiting for news to come out i wouldn't really say it's like that i mean i mean do you think aew is a positive addition to this industry or are you excited about what they're doing do you think this is good for the industry uh yeah i think it is good and i think it's shaped things up a lot and like you can obviously see that wrestlers uh are under the impression that there's a lot better options out there and that's where we're having a little contract issues with certain people and uh, people are fighting for their work a little bit more which i think is also a good thing so yeah it's good i would say it's very good it, it, because it gives the power to the wrestler now and I think it's been missing a little while. Now, Ethan, is there a trickle-down effect? Does, you know, the fact that AEW is here, they're putting on big shows, they're selling out 10,000-plus seat arenas, does that put a pep in the step in Impact Wrestlers, or do you guys just sort of focus on what you're doing? Well, I think it puts a pep in a step of, you know, this might create more general interest in pro wrestling. Right. Like, all eyes on wrestlers right now, especially, uh, you know, some guys aren't going to want to stay with Impact forever. So maybe now if they're thinking, 
all right, there's more options out there, so maybe I do need to try a little bit harder and, you know, bring a little bit more buzz back to my name. And I know on the independents, a lot of guys who have been slacking now look at this as an opportunity to uh, make a living, but I feel like the guys that have been going 100% are the ones that are ending up with the jobs first, which is I think is good. Now, you, you also have a, a surging YouTube channel. You're, you're vlogging now. I think it's great. And I just like seeing sort of like a day in the life of a working pro wrestler because, you know, you're kind of, I feel like you're just kind of doing it the old school grassroots way. Uh, do you have any insight or anything you'd like to add to that? Yeah, that's, that's basically it. Like, I was just trying to bring attention to how crazy my life is while also trying to balance being a husband and a dad, uh, a new dad, too. Um, and, like, my career now is slowly starting to snowball and grow and i figured this was the perfect time to capture what was going on in my life and i want my daughter to be able to see like what we were going through while she was being born and growing up and like uh growing in the world whilst my career was doing the exact same but uh I, and i also want it to give exposure to companies that don't really get it as much or most importantly like young wrestlers uh through the vlog they get to know a lot of the guys that i travel with and hopefully give them more exposure and more fan base. Now, what is the key to making this all work? Because as you said, you are a husband, you are a father, you're, you're a working man, you're a working pro wrestler. What is the key to making this work? You know, you're traveling, you're on the road, you have all these commitments and making it all work with the family time as well. Honestly, um, finding someone that's very understanding and patient is the luckiest thing i've done <laughs> uh i wouldn't really say this would work with everybody uh i know for a fact it probably wouldn't it's a lot and i put a lot of it on my wife's shoulders uh and it's definitely because of how graceful she handles it now have you ever had that moment in your career where you found that right opponent and you feel like man we're clicking. We just have that chemistry. We don't even have to look at each other. It's it's second nature to us. Have you ever had that moment in your career? Oh, yeah. Uh, it doesn't happen often, but, you know, like we were talking about Rich Swan earlier. Mm -hmm. He's one of those He's one of those guys. Uh, Johnny Gargano was one of those guys. Um, Josh Alexander is one of those guys. And it's just, that's just the natural chemistry. I don't know where it comes from, but... It's there, and every single time, it's, it's, it's just easy and just feels right. Now, are, are you going to be going to Comic-Con next month? Will you have time? No, I will <sighs> not. It's heartbreaking. I've, I've still yet to actually be able to go out, but uh, when it comes to Toronto, I try and make the trip, but even then, usually I'm out of right. town. Like when it, comes, when it comes to weekends, I'm not really on my own time. Do you have some good conventions or, or Wizard Worlds uh, ever coming over to Toronto for you guys? Uh, we have we get like Toronto Comic Con uh -huh. and uh, Fan, Fan Expo. Those are our two big ones in Toronto, and uh, they usually bring in some pretty big guests. Me, I'm more on the like sales floor. Like I'd rather go <laughs> hunt toys and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, no, no, we get some good stuff. Uh, how 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 much did you love Endgame? Oh, I was like in tears multiple times. It was a magical, magical movie experience. Now I'm going to make you a little more jealous of me right now, and I'm very sorry. Guess what I'm doing That's tonight? 
You going to see it again with the extended footage? Nope. I'm seeing Spider-Man Far From Home, baby. When? Tonight? Yep. How? I, I live in Los... It's one of the perks of living in Los Angeles. Oh, I hate you. <laughs> I, 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 warned, I warned you. But yeah, uh, it's a press warning, screening. I did not expect that. It's a pre it's a press screening, so I'm very and I'm very excited. So and that and that's just another reason I was so excited to talk to you because it's like I've it's like I found my people, you know. Dude, you have no <laughs> idea. Like my buddy was buying right. the new Marvel Legends this week that just came out, and he's like, "Oh yeah, are you excited for the movie?" And I'm like, "I'm kind of nervous. <laughs> like I'm that I'm that excited that it's making me nervous. Like I, I want to enjoy it." Because uh, Endgame was just right. next level, and now this I, is first. I, 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 I am unapologetic about this. When I saw, I saw Endgame at Disney, like actually at uh, Disney Studios. And but, but I'm going to tell you something. When I heard the words, and and this isn't really a big spoiler, but when I heard the words "Avengers Assemble," I I screamed in the I screamed in the auditorium, like I, I shouted. I'm like respect. Yeah. Like I never like I just to hear that was such it, it was sort of like a defining moment in life. But uh, Ethan, just last thing, uh, any upcoming shows you want to plug? Uh, I know you have your Instagram pages, your YouTube channel, um, which is doing quite well. Uh, any social plugs or where people can find you online? Uh, you'd like to share? It's your it's your moment, buddy. Yeah, for sure. Um, when does this come out? Uh, later today. Oh, okay. Uh, so this weekend, actually, um, Saturday, I have a show in Fort Erie, Ontario. It's called Border Town Pro Wrestling. Check it out. It's myself versus Hornswoggle versus Fall Then on Sunday is the big Alpha One show uh, named The Other Side uh, in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, featuring myself, Josh Alexander, Trey Miguel, Colt Cabana, Hornswoggle, uh, TJP, Jeff Cobb. It's like totally stacked. Check it out. Alpha One Wrestling, alpha one com for the website. Uh, my social media is really easy. You just search Ethan Page. I'll probably just show up uh, on YouTube, Twitter, uh, and Instagram. But my Twitter is at official ego. And my vlog is called Fake Name No Gimmicks. Check it out on YouTube. It comes out every single Wednesday. Just uh, today. All Ego, Ethan Page, thank you so much for your time. This has been a great interview, man. Uh, safe travels to you. Uh, best of luck, and I hope you enjoy your time when you go to my home state of Texas uh, for Slammiversary. You've been listening to All Ego, Ethan Page of Impact Wrestling, and this is the 411 Wrestling Podcast. Thank you, everybody.